Hey everybody, what's up? What's up? Remember those Budweiser commercials? What's up? I do remember those. <laughs> How you doing? What? what? Oh. You gotta put the mic in the middle. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna be a keeper. Uh, thank you for tuning in to episode number 21 of the Sacred Resistance Podcast. First episode, episode one of oh, season two. Episode one of season two, or as I like to call it, episode 21. <laughs> Um, today we had on Dr. Raymond from uh, ATL, Atlanta, Georgia. He's a super cool chiropractor, really cool down-to-earth guy. That's where he went to school. He's not... Oh, he's not in Atlanta? Yeah, he's not I in... I he was in Atlanta right now. No. He's in uh, Mississippi. No, that's where he was from. Oh. Shoot, I can't remember He's down he's... south. He's yeah. in the southern state. He's awesome. Yeah. Such a nice guy. Such a genuine, lovely human being. Uh, been deleted twice off of Instagram in a week. Yeah. And uh, all he's talking about is how you can be sovereign and how you can be healthy. And he's deleted. Yeah, exactly. That's hate speech, telling people to be healthy and uh, be sovereign over your own body. Crazy times we live in. Crazy times we live in. Uh, so, yeah, give us give it a listen. It's a good episode. He's a really cool guy. He's a down-to-earth fella. Yeah, awesome guy. And... Uh, Go give him a follow on Instagram if you don't already. Give us a follow on Instagram and comment. We're totally shadow banned right now. Our page is shadow banned. Can't even tag us. Like, it's pretty yeah. dark actually. The yeah. Instagram world right now. Yeah, they're on to us. So, if you don't know by now, we love you guys. We do. So uh, carry on and have fun. <laughs> love you guys. Have a great day. Bye now. Thanks for taking the time to be here. I really appreciate that. Yeah, no, definitely. I've been uh, following you for a while now, um, and then you keep getting deleted. <laughs> <laughs> it's a crazy world out there. It's um, yeah, it's it's, it's crazy. Um, so we'll see if my account uh, stays up this weekend because it's been every um, the past two weekends they deleted uh, my account or disabled it. Wow. Our account's totally shadow banned. No one can tag me. Um, oh, wow. Jamie doesn't do any of the social media stuff. So I do all that, but it's like no one can tag us. Our, our, I'm getting like 13 views on something instead of a few hundred. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, what the heck? <laughs> I'm not even a big account and people are, were flagged. So honestly, I have no idea how it all even works. Like what you guys are saying is like, I, I don't <laughs> anything. I don't follow anybody. I've never followed a single person online. Like I'm just, I, I like, uh, cutting, cutting logs, you know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of freedom in that. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, um, yeah, so your new account just got you just got that up. I didn't even know your last one got it got deleted because I took a couple days like not being on social media very regularly. Yeah. And then I was like looking for you to message you. I was like, wait a second, where is he? And then I He's found gone, yeah. got a new account. I was like, oh man, again. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, it's crazy out there. Yeah, it is. Uh, and it's actually a shame uh, the fact that um, knowing like people can't express themselves. Um, because I, I I didn't say anything I hadn't said anything like crazy, belligerent, um, anything like that. Uh, so the fact that uh, disabled my account twice, um, it just 
it's, it's frustrating on one end, um, but also on another end, I'm, I'm glad that it happened um, for a couple of reasons. One is because uh, people are able to see and question, like, why would they disable his account? Or why would they disable this person's account? Because they've been following, following me or following this person and they're like, there's nothing he's posted that, you know, that <laughs> that's worth like disabling his account. Like, you know what I mean? So because no. that, that disabling account to me, um, I can imagine it could play a, like a big, a big factor on the human psyche. All right. So it's kind of like a, a virtual death in a way, um, the way I kind of look at it, because it's kind of like my, everything on Instagram, when I started in like, uh, in, in undergrad, I started my journey right so like my life um things you know what I'm saying my, my missions things like that I, i've done throughout life and it's like boom like it's gone yeah it's like that virtual existence that it doesn't exist anymore uh so it's very interesting um i had time to con uh, contemplate on that and like think about it but then another another reason i'm glad is because it's allowing me to get creative um so the next just the next step is going to be creating my own uh just community yeah. So if I, yeah, so if I can't like depend on these platforms, uh, then just create my own community and uh, continue to add value in that in that capacity, for sure. And I think that is the beauty that's come out for a lot of people. Like I, quite a few people that I follow on Instagram too. Like um, uh, Garrett Kramer, he he's doing yeah. the same thing. He was like, I'm I'm, he's like, why? we don't have anything to lose the people that are speaking out we or we have everything to lose sorry the people that are speaking out but we're not going to stop speaking because we know that the truth is so important and he's like we're holistic people just trying to teach other people how to be holistic he's like what what's what's so dangerous about that totally <laughs> yeah so yeah yeah Go ahead. Yeah. So for people who don't know people like myself, um, maybe you could tell people like who you are and uh, how you got to where you're at right now. Like you're posting things that are getting deleted, but uh, maybe tell people who you are. Your backstory. Yeah, your backstory. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so backstory. You guys, you guys are um, in Canada, right? Yeah, yeah. we're in BC. Yeah, okay. So we're on the okay. West Coast. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Um, so yes, yeah, so I'm originally from uh, Laura, Mississippi. Uh, so Mississippi is one of the most unhealthiest states in America. Um, so obesity rates, uh, typically we're number one or number two. Um, so it's like a not, not, not one of those things you want to be at the top end, right? Obesity rates. Um, but what come along with obesity rates is going to be your chronic metabolic diseases, such as uh, diabetes, high blood pressure, cancer, like all of these different things. Um, so I guess I was, I would say I was fortunate, I guess, in a weird way uh, to experience these things in my own family um the reason why i say i'm fortunate enough because i i think that's why i have so much passion around what i do now as a, as a chiropractor um uh just a health advocate um, because i saw with my grandparents my my um, close relatives that most people have they had diabetes they had high blood pressure high cholesterol like majority of my family did majority of my family did. And, um, and it was, it was, it was sad in a way, um, because it was, because they couldn't do some things like they couldn't fully live life right. because of these things, right. Because of these diagnoses that they've had. Um, 
and the thing that came up for me was that like why is everyone in the family have all these different things going on um my family members always told me that it was my great grandmother it was like it was passed down it was genetic like nothing they could do about it like it's like this disempowering state it's like it's it is what it is kind of mindset that's that's kind of what i got from my family um and but i've never been the one to like take that answer um because i knew it had to be more yeah had to be more um but i didn't know what that looked like so like my world seeing people in in uh, sick seeing people having dysfunction not being able to fully live life like that was my normal because i didn't know what anything outside of that was but i was open to like exploring right so i never closed myself off and and just took that answer so fast forward eventually um i went to um i play i've been playing football all my life pretty much i played college high school football and then led me to college which i'm grateful for because that allowed me to get outside of my environment outside of my comfort zone and be able to uh experience different people experience different cultures um because i think that right there is actually what like the light bulb went off with me it's like whoa there's another that's another world out here <laughs> even yeah. though I didn't know like i was just a state over in louisiana um but it's a, it was a totally different world i was around different people and it just it just clicked for me then i'm like man like there's more there's more to this thing called life um than what than what i have been told and what i've been taught and so i just kind of took it off from there i'm like okay i don't want to experience what my grandparents my parents did so i'm going to do everything in my power to do the absolute like opposite right i don't know what that looks like but i'm going to do the opposite because i don't want to end end up doing like suffering from the same elements things like that because of that um because we know that genetics is one thing that's passed down but there's two other factors that we have complete control over and that's going to be our environment right uh and also again like our uh our, our habits and two things that we uh our lifestyle right so lifestyle and environment is things that we can control and once we control those things then from science now we know epigenetics right so we can influence genes essentially turn genes on and also turn genes off oh, wow. um, and so for me being able to like fully embody the fact that it's not a genetic thing i have control it gave me power yeah right it gave me power and it let me know that like okay like you're in the driver's seat like i'm in the driver's seat yeah and so wherever yeah like wherever wherever i want to take this vehicle i can take it because I'm driving a car and it's it's not my genetics that's driving this car like it's me that's driving this car and um and so that's the that's the approach that I take and then fast forward a little bit I got into chiropractic school uh the reason why chiropractic is because I always had this knowing that the body heals itself it's self healing it's self maintaining and self organizing that's one of the um, things the body heals itself we say that to our kids all the time yeah the body heals itself right and that's just a, that's just the foundation that i didn't know that was a, a profession out there that that was the foundation of the profession that was the philosophy of the profession and for chiropractic that is a philosophy of chiropractic right right yeah yeah and as a chiropractor with me knowing that it's like okay but what can interfere with that self healing self maintaining and self organizing uh being it can be interference in our nervous system because our nervous system controls everything in the body um and the fact that our spine protects our nervous system in order for us to have a healthy uh functioning nervous system we have to have a healthy sp um spine that's protecting it 
uh, and guarding it. So uh, that, that really resonates with me. And that's how I contribute to the world, right? By um, clearing interference, allowing people to self-heal, self-maintain um, and self-regulate. Uh, uh, so it's just an awesome thing to really connect people back to their natural selves. That's really cool. So are you back home in your hometown now? <laughs> no. I'm not. <laughs> you down south still? Yeah, yeah. So I actually met my wife in chiropractic school in Atlanta. Wow. And then we moved uh, about two hours north uh, in South Carolina, Greenville, South Carolina. So that's why we practice. We're open our practice at. We've been in practice about two and a half years now. Um, so it's the area we love. This is home for us. Um, so I don't think I'm going back home. That's cool. Awesome. That's cool. Awesome. Yeah, organized sports. So joining football uh, at a young age kind of changed things for you. <laughs> yes, yeah, I would say I would say probably football probably changed my life and like yeah, like yeah. it probably saved my life from from being um, stuck, I guess, or like uh, uh, in like a mediocre, you know, um, doing the same things. Because if I go back home, there are still people that's in the same exact spot yeah. that we left. Absolutely. It's that, that's, that hurts. It's sad. Oh, totally. Totally. Organized sports is such a great thing for kids. I mean, to desire to be a professional athlete, that kind of, the, that whole world, like the professional sports world has changed a lot for me since this whole COVID thing has broken out. You, you really get to see the politics behind yes. uh, professional sports and it's kind of disgusting and it really has, is, has jaded me a little bit from professional sports, but like, I played hockey my whole life as a young kid and it's, it's been great. I went through my whole life playing hockey and our oldest son, who's just turning 19 actually. So we're in BC and the vaccine passports have rolled out just a few days ago. And it's, it definitely sucks. It's, it's making life a lot harder for kids and for us and for everybody who uh -huh. doesn't, doesn't want any part of that world. You got a little, little Oh my God. Oh, look at that. Oh, oh my heart. Yeah. She was supposed to be sleeping, but she's not. Uh, <laughs> Hi, sweet pea. What a cutie. Hide behind dad. <laughs> Ours do that all the time too. We're like, this is our hour. You guys just, you're, you're allowed to watch a movie right now. Just don't disturb us, right? But they keep coming in no matter what. Oh, hi. Oh, oh, what wow. a cutie. <laughs> <laughs> she knows. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so what I was saying was uh, the vaccine passports are an issue now. They, they've rolled out here. And uh, I just got an email from the league saying that, kids 19 and under are exempt. They don't need to show proof of vaccines. So, which is great because this is his last year. Like he just joined juvenile. He's gone all the way through minor hockey. He wants to keep playing. And uh, like our little kids, we've, our, our two little guys, we've got them in uh, MMA and it's great. The little gym that we took them to, they don't make the kids wear masks. They don't require yeah. any proof of anything. So it's, it's really cool, but it is becoming a lot harder to do that for the kids these days. You know? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's crazy. Ooh. They're ruining it completely. Yeah. So what is that? I guess what does that look like? Um, for I mean, for for you guys, for I mean, families uh, in the area. Well, like you said about creating our own communities, that's what we're gonna have to do. Um, we we moved out of the city, moved up into the country. Uh, we're starting okay. about a year and a half ago, almost a year and a half ago, just over a year ago now. Yeah, just over a year ago. Yeah, we moved up into the country. We're building a house. We bought land, and uh, we've. I'm going to have to build, like I've been talking about building an outdoor sports court. It's going to be a hockey rink in the winter time. It's going to be a basketball court, tennis court, whatever in the summertime. And all the kids that want to come play, you know, we're going to have to start our own communities because it, it yeah. might get nutty. Right. Yeah, man. It's, 
crazy times. What, what, <laughs> yeah. And we're up in the country here and it's like, you know, we bought land so I can build a snowboard hill and a rope tow and a zip line and all this stuff. I've got the means and I've got the, the capability to do this stuff and I'm going to do it for the kids. It's going to be like a kind of like a little wonderland up there on our a little oasis. Yeah. So that they like, I think that's the hardest part about all this. It's like, I feel so bad for my kids. Like we yeah. homeschool so that, and the kids don't get a ton of other kids around them. That's why we had them like before we, before this all happened, they were in swim lessons. They were in martial arts. They were in, yeah. what else did they do? Oh, um, they did lots of stuff. They did. Uh, uh, I'm missing things. Yeah. We're missing now. things. <laughs> yeah. But basically once this all kicked off, we oh, knew skating we, yeah, skating lessons, all that stuff, hockey. We knew we had to get out of the city because you know, the city's it's crazy. I don't know how deep you get with all the all the madness. I'm sure you're you're on the same page as us with most of this stuff. Um, getting yeah, out, of it's a lot. Um, it's it's it is. I mean, some of it is. I mean, I guess if you get you no know, saying go too far down the rabbit hole, it's like it's it's very like it creates some some anxiety. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah for sure. But, um, just because it's it's so much, it's everywhere. You can't go anywhere mm-hmm. without hearing about something. Right, vaccines about passports about um, COVID. Uh, you just you just can't. Um, and what it can be exhausting. What's it like down there with the passports? Is that is it? Um, nothing here. Um, so so in in the in the states, um, I'm seeing that we have different governors that's that's on board, and then some governors are not on board. Yeah, right. with like just with the with the president, what he's what he's saying, what he's wanting, his agenda, um, and so there's there's resistance yeah. uh, with with some states, and then some states again they're full blown. Like the, I think New York they have the, the passports. Um, I want to say California, California, or just L.A. Oh, I don't. Yeah, maybe just L.A. Maybe just L.A. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I mean, it's either California. No, I think the California one didn't pass. The bill didn't pass, but I want to say L.A. did. Like was yeah. able to add something with that. I've seen a lot of sheriff's departments emails in uh, California saying we're not going to abide by these mandates. We're not going to abide by these mandates. But then there's even some restaurants like this is happening up here where the passports are only supposed to be for restaurants who have liquor licenses. So people uh-huh. who, who aren't vaccinated, they could go to McDonald's or Tim Hortons. That's our like Dunkin Donuts that we yeah, have up it's... here. They can go to fast food restaurants, but we can't go to a sit down dine in restaurant. But uh, even some of the fast, yeah, if that doesn't, <laughs> if that doesn't have you like questioning the narrative, it's like, wait, people can go to fast food and you can't go to dine in. Yeah, like it just yeah. doesn't make any sense. But I even saw some of the, um, some letters from like Tim Hortons which is the donut place they, that saying that you have to show proof of vaccination. So they're going, they're, they're super going past what the mandates are. Yeah. And so people are like, what? Like you're just making your own policy now. This yeah. doesn't even. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. So yeah. it's, it's just weird. It's really bizarre. Yeah. Your hair is crazy. Does that look good? <laughs> <laughs> it's cold here. It's, we yeah, just, it really just cold. all of a sudden became cold. Like it went from summer to like fall really fast uh, and so now our house is freezing and yeah i'm about to get the fireplace going i keep talking <laughs> about it <laughs> uh, yeah so um <clears throat> something i wanted to say earlier i have to apologize i'm getting over a cold so i i'm my brain's still a little foggy and uh, yeah, yeah. 
I feel like I can't even admit that I have a cold right now. Cause no, we, you're not allowed to admit that. There's no such things as colds anymore. There's only no, colds. No yeah. <laughs> so, um, but my brain's been a little bit uh, just congested. She's so cute. Yeah. Um, I'm actually originally from Indiana. I was born in the States. Okay. So Midwest born, um, but I can relate to what you said about unhealthy family. Like I had many people in my family who were type two diabetic, uh, overweight, like so much. So where I had family members that went and got gastric bypass surgery and then gained weight back after they had that, like I, it was, it was in our faces. And I remember as a little girl, so this is something that I feel like set me apart from other people. But I remember as a little girl looking at this and being like, I don't want that. I don't want that. And I remember going to family functions and the food, the food was just cheese and potatoes and more cheese and more potatoes. And the plates were like piled high and like they could eat, like we could eat and it was, it was good, but it's like, it's for a weekend. Yeah. You can like eat that way, but that was like their lifestyle on a day. Yeah. 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 That's what I was going to say is like, you're, you're watching them blame it on genetics saying there's nothing I can do about it while they're drinking a pop and eating a bag of Lay's potato chips, <laughs> put more gravy on their biscuits. And it's like, yeah, it's not genetic. It's like yeah. what you're doing to yourself. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, um, when I was, uh, 18, 19 years old, I, I, I got really bad acne. And so I was, my mom, my parents were great. Cause we moved, we had already, we, we actually moved from Indiana to British Columbia, BC. And then we moved to Japan. For many oh, okay. years. My dad worked over there. And then after high school, I moved back. So I was back in Canada and I was seeing a naturopathic doctor. I was seeing a doctor and a naturopathic doctor, but first I was, the doctor recommended me going on Accutane for my acne. Yeah. And she goes, okay, but if you're on Accutane, you also have to go on birth control because if you get pregnant while you're on Accutane, the baby could be born with like um, or it could get mutated in utero. And I, in my head, I was like, trust me, my face hurt. It burned. I had, I had like cystic acne and it just like was so painful. And I, but I remember saying, well, if it's going to do that to a baby that's inside of me, mm-hmm. what's it going to be doing to me? Yeah. And like, there was no court, like the doctor didn't like connect those dots for some reason. I was like, okay, I got to get out of here. I don't trust this person. I got to leave. So we went and found a naturopathic doctor and I love this man. I wish I could find him now because he moved offices, but I went into his office and he, 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 one day he, he gave me a free treatment because he was like, I can just feel like you, you, you're having a hard day. So you just relax. And he gave me vitamin therapy. He's like, you, this one's on the house today. And he go, he said to me, he's like, you have a really good natural health IQ. Not everybody your age has that. And I, Mm -hmm. and I was like, what? Thank you. Like, (laughs) I was like, uh, I wore that with a badge of honor. And he, he said, isn't it interesting that where most people would just have taken that pill that your doctor prescribed you, you chose not to, because you were worried about the implications that it would have had. And, and I was like, yeah, I don't know how people can't think of that like if there's something that's going to to could hurt yeah. a baby inside of you why couldn't yeah. it hurt the, the host of yeah the baby? and a doctor like a doctor like they're supposed to be the smart people right like a lot of doctors <laughs> don't connect those dots because their pocketbook is not a dot that's being connected in that situation right yeah like big pharma is paying the bills here i gotta connect that dot in there with the, all this like makes me sick 
Yeah. yeah. I feel like Crazy. Guys, man, I, I I love chiropractic. I love chiropractic and I love naturopaths. I feel like you guys get such a bad rap and it's like the foundation <laughs> of it is is solid. It's so good. And it's like they look past that. No natural, no, it's if there's not petrochemicals involved where you guys are quacks. It's so yeah. Yeah, Dr. Ray's a quack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we've been called that a few times. I wear that with honor. Yeah. <laughs> right on, yeah. Yeah. Just like we wear the badge. Or you're a conspiracy theorist. All right, I'll wear it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. At this point, yeah. yeah no, just because, I mean, uh, yeah, so people say it all the time, like, you're not a real doctor and all that. Um, and sometimes I, I I play into it. And I was, you know, so I'm like, okay, what is a real doctor? Um, but for some reason, like we are, we just been so we've been not so for some reason, but we've been conditioned, conditioned in a way um, to believe that healing occurs from outside in. Mm -hmm. And so with that pair, if you so if you look at reality that way, then it makes sense to take the pill. Yeah. Yeah. It makes sense to take the pill, right? You you don't you don't question it because okay, this pill is what's going to give me health. But but no, like I I feel like we really think about that. If you cut yourself, I use that analogy all the time. What happens? Does it does a band-aid heal it? All right. I did cut myself. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> she don't miss she don't miss anything. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, your your body heals itself. Right. Um, and it heals from inside out and not outside in. And I think that we your body did heal itself, baby. Um, and I think we have this um we just operating from the wrong paradigm. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. I think if we just if we were just able to change our paradigm, then that would completely change the the way we approach approach health. It's kind of uh, like it's kind of like happiness, right? Healing's like happiness. It has to come from within. Yes. Yeah. Same as yeah. Any like any any change like it it, it happens from within. Like if you want to change yourself, you want to get through some emotional trauma. Like you got it. You you have to reflect. You have to go deep inside uh, yeah. to be able to actually change and change the. Um, the external per se grabbing uh, from that magic pill right <laughs> <laughs> yeah so I, I just think we operated from the wrong paradigm we just we need a new we need a new paradigm and I, and I hope that i don't know this is just my optimistic mind i'm very optimistic um i hope that this these times are are pretty much going to expose um the system exposed a lot of different things. I feel like a lot of things are getting exposed at this at this moment, um, and so I hope that people start to question a lot more, and then so they can be able to uh, get the answers that they're looking for. Um, so that's my optimistic mind uh, moving forward with everything. Yeah. Well, I think you're right, man. I think you're exactly right, and uh, and we do need to change across the board, politically, uh, medically. We need a complete paradigm shift. Yeah, and I think this is a great, a, a great like thing. It has to be something humongous, like a, a big shift in energy, like globally, yep. um, for for that for that system to be um, to shift and to change. And I just yeah. hope there's enough of us. I know <laughs> <laughs> enough of us that want that because their attack is 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 happening. It relentlessly right they're relentless with the with the propaganda but and this, they're and getting so messy yeah and for sure yes. yeah they're getting so messy and like we follow some of the politics down the states like i'd say most people most canadians followed american politics more than we followed 
Canadian politics yeah. until recently. So like, recently, yeah. Like we're having an election up here right now. Yeah, next on the 20th, uh. our election. And it's it's almost like, I'm not going to say it's as big as the Trump-Biden one, but almost. Well, the, like for the, Canadians, it, it is. It's it's as important as ever. <laughs> like Trudeau is a, a commie. He's, he's, he's a dictator. He's horrible. He's got to go. Our only hope is the People's Party. And everybody keeps saying, oh, if you vote for them, you're just throwing your vote away because it's a minority party, right? But it's our only chance, you know? Yeah, yeah. That's, this is the I, first time. Yeah. I, I found it very interesting. Just, I mean, it's kind of similar to like Australia, to the, the Aussies, yeah. uh, as well, because um, like on actual guys, like Canadians, uh, Canada as a whole, like think of like the people, right? I mean, friendly, like, you know what I'm saying? Like it's, yeah. I just never expected Canada to, to be, where it is i just i would if someone had to be like what country or or do you think would be um a be in like the i guess the worst worst of the worst i guess uh, like with the lockdowns with the mandates with all this i just would never picture um you guys in that i just it, it just doesn't make sense to me same yeah. here it's like a sleeping giant it just yeah. like trudeau was so connected with these world horrible world leaders and we just we were all sleeping through it and he just, you know, dropped a hammer on us. It's like, wow. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's interesting. I think I, and I think it was the same for Australia uh, as well. Uh, someone was explaining how, I think for the most part for Australians, it's not a, it's not an old, like a, a really old country, right? Like a, yeah. as like some of these other countries, right? Um, so they haven't had the, I guess the more like that that resistance, like the the civil wars and the yeah. things that have happened in other countries where they they've questioned the the system, right? Yeah. They've questioned other things, and uh, the way that he explained it, it was like, okay, that makes that makes sense. So like this this is like maybe their awakening, um, for one of those big things. So like, whoa, like what's going on here? Um, this doesn't feel right. This isn't right. Uh, and then and hopefully that's that that's I think that's happening. Um, in both in both worlds well canada and australia are in the same boat in that we're part of the commonwealth we're owned by the royalty right like they they own our countries so they will do whatever they say we have to do <laughs> gotcha okay yeah so it's unfortunate hopefully we don't go as deep down as australia but i i there's something that you posted that um sovereign uh, how did, I forget how it's worded and I tried to find it today and it's not on your new one, but. Yeah, it's probably, it's probably on my old one. <laughs> <laughs> Sovereignty isn't given, it's free or it's taken or something. Oh, like yeah, yeah, it's taken, yeah, yeah. And I, I'm at the point now, it's like, I don't need, oh, the gyms are another thing that you have to have a vaccine passport for. Yeah. You can't go work out without a vaccine passport like yeah it just makes no sense which is effective like working out's a huge part of my life it's a huge, <laughs> huge part of it yeah. to be healthy yeah yeah exactly uh, it's like you know what we don't need it like we'll just yeah. go ahead we don't need your restaurants we've got our home cooked food that's better for us anyways yeah. we don't need your gyms we can work out at home mm -hmm. if we have to yeah. like yeah, yeah we like to go to the gym that's one yeah. thing we both like to do but it's like no our god-given rights are our god-given rights and our sovereignty is our sovereignty so we just have to keep shining our light forward yeah and and radiating at a at a higher frequency so that people people see that and they're like okay 
How, what's what's not getting them down? What what's what are they what are they yeah. what are they on? And what are they thinking? Yeah. And when people yeah. see that we're rejecting the system and thriving in our own communities in our own worlds, then they can follow suit, right? A lot of people, a lot of people need to follow suit. That's the thing. They're not there's a lot of people around here that aren't leaders, and we're we're seeing that. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Because I've I've had uh, several patients who's like, yeah, Doctor Ray, I, I got when I got my when I got the shot. Uh, Cause I have a, pl- a a trip plan to yeah. country or I have a trip plan with my family here. Um, and I can just tell like, they didn't like want to get it. Right. Yeah. Just off of the tone that they, they expressed and, to- and, and told me. Um, and it, it actually is, it's really sad. Yeah, like it's really sad. Got the shot with remorse in their voice. Like it's cool. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Coercion. And the traveling one's been a huge one. It's like, Oh, well, and I think that was like the things I hear people say, I was like, oh, wow, this has been news propagated into their brains over and over and over again. Yeah. Cause it's like, I hear more than one person saying the exact same thing. I want to travel. I want to do this. I want to do this. And it's like, it's like they're robots just saying yeah. the same, the same lines over yeah. and over again. And I feel bad because a lot of these people I love dearly. I yes. Love yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, definitely. I have compassion. There's a lot of compassion there. Um, because some people, they, I mean, we know, like, they, they don't see, they can't, like, they yeah. cannot see it, right? Just based off of their past experiences, based off their experiences, their beliefs, um, uh, yeah, all of that. So they just cannot see. So we definitely ought to have compassion um, uh, for, for those people, um, even if you can see it. And they, again, you just got to love on them and come from a place of intention because Again, I get it all the time from my patients, and uh, I'm like, man, like you, like, <laughs> like I just want to, like, come on, like, <laughs> wake up, stand <laughs> up for yourself. Damn it. <laughs> so, what's what's your um, what's your practice like? Like, are are most people coming in? Are they are they fairly healthy people? Or are they like unhealthy people that you really have to do like a big lifestyle shakeup on them? Um, I would say. Because we're in the South, I'm gonna say more people are are, are on the unhealthy side. Okay. I'm gonna say that. Um, and but are people it, willing to change? Yes, that's the, that's the thing. So, well, I think anyone that steps in inside our office, the quack office, um, <laughs> <laughs> is is uh, is willing to change, right? And uh, so when I introduce this new paradigm to them, obviously they're not. It's not. I'm not going to change their paradigm of however how old they are, like 50, 40. Right. They've been they've had this outside in paradigm and it's going to take a lot to be able to to shift their paradigm. And and I and I and I try to right along the, as, as long as they're with me, um, I try to shift their paradigm. And when it happens, like it's a beautiful thing because they start operating out of that that new paradigm, that inside out paradigm. And they start doing things a lot differently um, than they would have done before because of all the education that we give them. Uh, just, just pouring into them and just empowering them as, as human beings and um, just the, the beautiful, intelligent beings that they are. Um, they just, we've, some of us just forgotten how intelligent and beautiful that we are. Um, so I just, I'm here to remind people of that and like connect them back to that so they can feel it um, or even hold space for them. Cause some, some people just need space and help for them. Um, even again, if, even if they don't see how intelligent and powerful their body bodies is, like I know it is. And I'm like, all right, 
if you want to go on this road, you want to be able to, to do this, this, and this, right? Then I'm going to help you be able to do this, this, and this. But also in the back of my mind, I know that like that potential, like what that looks like. Cause like I've I've been there. I've been on like I've seen what one end of this health spectrum looks like, and also the other end of the health spectrum looks like or sickness. Um so I help people get to where they want to go, right? I never put like Yes, I want people to live the best lives ever, but everyone doesn't want to live the best life ever. I want to be the healthiest ever, right? I had, I had to get I had to get over that real quick, uh, early early on, still early in my career uh, anyway. But like the first year, because I'm like, man, like let's I want to get you in the best shape of your life. Like I want to get you as healthy as possible. I want you to be, you know, saying eating organic. I want you to, like all these holistic things, right? Yeah, it was just, it's just too much to put on an individual, yeah. um, and so now just it's more so just dripping. And plant yeah. seeds, yeah. Plant seeds along the journey. Just keep planting seeds, and then eventually it starts to to grow. And it's again, it's a beautiful thing to see that to see that light bulb go off and see their paradigm start to shift over over time. Yeah, uh, so yeah, I've, I've learned that myself lately too. Planting seeds is so much more powerful than just hammering them with a tree. You know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You, people, you lose friends when you hammer yeah, on the tree. Yeah. And when people feel like they came to something, a conclusion on their own, they're a lot more receptive to it than whether, you know, people don't like to be told things. They like to figure things out. I had to learn that with him. <laughs> so seriously, like, honestly, I, I say it all the time, uh, time, especially with the patients when, um, and I try to get them to say a lot of things because Dr. Ray can say a lot of things. It means something. But when a patient says something, it means every everything, yeah. right? Yeah. So when they, when it comes out of their mouth and like their man, their mind had to think about this and formulate this and say it, like it means everything. And that's when that's when I know, like, oh, you got it. Yeah, right. You got it. Yeah, right on. Uh, what you're doing is beautiful. I yeah. love it. Like it I can, is. I can just tell. Like you're just you're such a genuine person, and I got that off of your social media too. Like you're just a genuine, genuine human being. And I, I'm so thankful for all you guys, all your practitioners that are, that are fighting this good fight right now. And I find the chiropractors, like they, you guys have, yeah. you guys are on fire. The chiropractors, you're speaking the truth. You yeah. know, you know what the body needs to, to function properly. And people don't realize that like a chiropractor, why would you listen to a chiropractor for health oh, yeah. issues? It's yeah. like, so many people see that they're, they're not just cracking your back they're like, like <laughs> <laughs> some don't even crack yeah. i don't know yeah. what the um the chiropractor's birthday is actually today 126 years um as a professional yeah which is which is cool um but a lot of people don't they don't understand like chiropractic wasn't meant to be a um a thing to get you out of pain uh it, it was really meant never meant for that um the first chiropractic adjustment was on someone that, um, a guy that was deaf. Um, and after his adjustment, he was able to, to hear again. Um, so, and that was the first chiropractic adjustment. It had nothing to do with pain. Uh, actually had to do with loss of, loss of uh, uh, hearing. And so I thought I think that's really cool, but also it's, it's like the journey of chiropractic and like where it has been and, and how it got into this, like this pain management thing or you know like and yeah. some of that so um but i i try to go a lot deeper with my patients when i can um to help them understand like chiropractic is, is 
it's just something like its own wavelength. It's, it's, it's different um, and it's about connecting people back to their natural selves um, because we have removed from that so much um, because of life, right? We, we don't know what our natural selves um, feel like, um, what we move like. Um, so we, we don't know that. And I hear it all the time. It's like, Doc, like after someone gets adjusted for the first time, like doc i was i was walking different um my balance was better i'm like that's 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 normal that's what you said yeah that's what you're supposed to be be able to feel like and and be able to move like but you've been in this dysfunctional cycle for years and years and years and you've just been become accustomed to dysfunction thinking thinking that this is normal but it's not yeah. That just makes me wonder how many people walk around like that, you know? How yes. many people are walking around at their optimal human potential? Probably not very many. Like in the zero percentile? <laughs> I think I'm going to call my chiropractor. Yeah. Uh, I, I've been thinking I need to change the way I work out now. I'm like, I'm starting to get sore. I'm 42 now. I just turned 42. My body's, my back's always sore now. It used to be sore for you know just the morning now it's kind of always sore i think i need to get into more like yoga-ish yogi <laughs> type workout instead of just heavy lifting and move, i think and, and the thing comes up with like moving um i'm not sure if you guys follow dr uh tommy john he's he's funny he's hilarious oh, like, yeah, great thing. <laughs> Yeah, he's so funny. Is he the guy that burned his, his yeah, license? Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah, his, his diploma. So um, some people may look at him, he's a, be, be on the extreme side, but um, I, I, I do take some things from him. Um, I take things from everybody because I think everyone has something, has something of value. Uh, and I try to take that to integrate that into who I am. And his, his take and philosophy on movement, it resonates with me um, about just moving our bodies all the time because we were meant to move them. Um, baby. We're meant to move them, um, and the fact that we like have these, we exercise and things like that. We think that yes, that's a huge part, but that's like the extra, right? That's like the fun stuff, right? But it's like actually moving the joints, walking, doing these fundamental things uh, is actually the work and the training uh, that we should be doing on a daily basis. Uh, to prepare our body for whatever life has to throw at us, right? Or for the workout. So for whatever, again, whatever life uh, throws our way so we can be able to adapt as much as possible because adaptability is the, the name of the game uh, in life, I think it is. Oh, oh that sure. it's so important, adaptability. I think because change is the only thing that's on, that, it, that change inevitable. Is, is inevitable, right? Yeah. And being yeah. able to adapt when we're shocked about something that's when our body like freezes. That's when anxiety creeps in, when depression creeps in, because we're, we, we don't want to be where we are, but where if you're able to just roll with the punches. Adaptability is the name of the game with what's going on in the world right now. Yeah. Can't know how to adapt are the ones that are going to be snuffed out. Right. Yeah. And that's actually one of the things I, I noticed the, the most about um, these times it, it forced people to, to be adaptive for people to be creative in their business, especially in businesses. Yeah. Um, literally, like it's, it may sound crazy, but I think it was pretty creative. I think it was in Houston, Texas, uh, it's a strip club. Um, and what they did was, obviously they couldn't have people inside, so they actually brought it outside. So it was a drive, <laughs> yeah, literally a drive-through strip club. 
Oh wow! <laughs> yes, I saw. I'm like, whoa, this is this is creative. Like, I just I'm like this is innovation at its best right now. Yeah, really, really <laughs> clever. Actually, it's a good idea. Oh, that is you so just cool. drive up. I think you get like two, like a. I don't know. I forgot the like the price and whatever they how they said it. Um, but you get maybe like a song or two songs, uh, and then you just you just drive away. I think they have like drinks they bring to you. Like it was crazy. <laughs> That is hilarious. Uh, but yeah, the like restaurants, for instance, too, they, they, it, it, I laughed so hard. I was watching um, Dr. Tina, one of her, her yeah. things, and it was a while ago, but restaurants couldn't do indoor dining in certain places. Like she's in Portland and then same thing is up here. You couldn't do indoor dining. So everywhere got those like white tents set up yep. outside. Yep. So, but you're outside, but you're inside the tent, but that's okay. But inside the <laughs> yeah, restaurant yeah. isn't okay. It's like yeah. all these silly games you got to play. And I just remember her, her going, I think it was her man at the time that was doing it, but it's like outside, inside. Yeah. <laughs> we're not safe here, but we're safe over here. <laughs> well, it, it is funny, but at the same time, it's not funny because there's situations like, you remember that lady who had occurred dining outside she had that white tent set up oh yeah and she got shut down and a hollywood movie was being shot right next door oh, yeah. And they, that, yeah, yeah yeah and they're allowed to be in there eating but she's not allowed to like small if, businesses small yeah. businesses if, if if situations like that don't open people's eyes to like what's really going on it's like it's, money it's heartbreaking yeah money talks exactly yeah. oh yeah yeah 100 <laughs> yeah. percent yeah. yeah. So you managed to, you know, keep your clientele and keep going without too many hiccups in the in the road here. Yeah, I mean, we were able to. I mean, just adapt. I mean, through um, through things. I hope and glad. And like, luckily, again, I, I I feel like our government isn't on the same page as the the president. So, uh, like for the mandates and things like that. Obviously, we do have people that's you know that's freaking out, that's scared, that uh, that wants that wants mandates and things like that. Yeah. Uh, but it's a lot. It's a lot more lax than other states uh, that I've noticed. Um, so we've able to continue um, serving this community uh, best we know how. And um, I think a big part of that was just the education that we've always poured into our patients and helping them understand their bodies, uh, helping them understand that, yeah, if, if you stop coming to a chiropractor, like that doesn't help you be healthier. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like that's the complete opposite of what you should do right now. Um, you shouldn't be stressing uh, about this virus, anything like that, because stress, we know, causes sickness. It causes the immune system to decrease and, and like, just educate people on these things. And it, it makes sense to them. Like, oh, you're, yeah, you're right. It makes sense. Because I actually started doing, like, interviews and things like that, like, live interviews with my patients, like a, a patient testimonial, but more on the live side. Um, and just asking them, to like, why, why did you keep coming in during this, this quote unquote pandemic? Hold on, baby. Um, and then I just hear those, those answers and talk about like, oh, like, I, you know, so I came in with this and I was, I'm saying my, my life was starting to change and I was sort of able to do these different things. And like, why would I stop coming in um, just because of this, right? So it was really cool for them to, to articulate that to me. Uh, and I was obviously, other people to hear that because um, that's what I wanted to do. I wanted other people to hear why people continue to put their health first, uh, opposed to being locked down in their house um, and just just waiting <laughs> for <laughs> for whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's this 
a huge divide and it's two opposite sides. Like people, the people that believe that this is for their health, they're going to stay inside, stay out of the sun, not get any vitamin D, not get any exercise, take a jab of chemicals in their arm yeah, and yell at people like us who are being healthy, like an unhealthy person worrying about a healthy person making them sick is just yeah. like so asinine. <laughs> it, it is <laughs> completely agree. It's, it's, it's crazy. Um, and, and again, I feel like a lot of people just don't understand like what is health. And again, if we operate from that paradigm of outside in, then yeah. it makes sense of the, the fear of, and, and people know that. So let's use this fear, right? Let's put people in this fearful state. And we also know that if we're in a, a fearful state, this fight or flight state, then we can't use the prefrontal cortex where we actually reason, uh, have discernment, where we have create, we can be creative. Uh, and we can actually think for ourselves. So that part of the brain gets shut off. And and now like we're in this fight or flight state and we're just fearful. And now it's just more so reacting opposed to like responding. So, and and people know that. And I think that's why, that's why for one reason is why they highlight the, the deaths that's, the report the deaths over reporting recoveries. Like just I, I did a post about that, but like just flip that narrative, like, how about we focus and report on all the recoveries that has happened daily? Like, oh, this today has been thousands of recoveries, 10,000, it's been 20,000 recoveries. Like that would switch everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, even, game, even totally. just the mindset of people who have it, like this cancer, for instance, I remember when my uncle got diagnosed with cancer, the doctor even said to him, who was like, your recovery is dependent on your mindset. Yeah. Mm. And if we could just switch this whole COVID thing, and it's like, if they could just put how many people have recovered on the daily, then people like, they're gonna see how many people recover and it's a lot. Yeah. And they're gonna be like, whoa, my chances of fighting this and surviving are huge. That's why like, this just came to me, like language is huge. Like you say the positive thing last when you want, <laughs> like, like the saying sink or swim, it's not swim or sink, right? You don't say swing, sink, gotcha. or sink, yeah. right? Yeah. It's all like they, they've got mind manipulation tactics coming out the wazoo. It's yeah. how they roll. Yeah. You know? It is interesting because I think the, I forgot the guy, he was he was on some news. I don't know if it was on Fox, but uh, he had got recorded. I'm sure you guys have saw it, but it's been like last year, I believe. He had got recorded saying that if it don't bleed, it don't leave. Um, and uh, someone just asked him like, why don't you guys talk about the recoveries versus the deaths? Uh, and they just talked about like, like this is a it's, a, it's a business for one, right? Yeah. Um, and that's why I say, if it don't bleed, it doesn't lead. Yeah. Um, it has to be able to cause fear, right? It has to be able to cause its wave. And then he also said, just like you just said, at the end, they always throw something a little positive in there um, to make sure like it's like it's not too negative, right? Yeah. But it gives you just enough and then throw that little, little bit of positivity at the end. Um, so I never thought about that single swim either. Yeah, it's wild, eh? <laughs> <laughs> a light bulb moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dr. Ray, where did you do your schooling? Uh, Life University in Atlanta. That's okay. my chiropractic, yeah, chiropractic school. And then uh, Nickel State University was in Louisiana. Okay. Huh? So you guys don't have, you guys don't have mask mandates. Uh, where you are right now? No, we don't. We don't have any mass mandates. Um, That's awesome. I would say, trying to see who does. I was going to say maybe the city in some 
maybe some maybe some like restaurants, I believe. But the governor had pretty much said that any lo- like he pretty much said that there's no mass mandates. Um, and like even like if a local like city wanted to do it, like he was going to overthrow that and they, they couldn't do it, basically. Nice. Wow. Nice. Oh, that's. Uh, but I, obviously, with things starting to change and um, how you saying, saying you'll wear a mask again, all that good stuff. So I have saw some um, some places where they are recommending um, to put a mask on. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's where it started here too as a recommendation. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I do have, I don't have my charger. I have like 4% on my computer. Okay. Yeah, no, we're almost at the hour anyway. So um, okay, I, I don't want to take more t- more of your time anyways, but uh, I was going to just say, I always like to ask the guests that we have on, if you could just like give a couple examples of what you do for your health on a daily. Gotcha. Okay. Something you do regularly. Yeah. That you were written something easy that everybody else could do. Yeah. Um, so for for me, it would have to come. It would have to come around the the fact that like sleep is super important. Uh, I think sleep um, people overlook it. I think it's one of the most like um, like one of the top self love things. Right? If you you love yourself, like you focus on sleep because you know when you're sleeping, that's when your body's recovering um, uh, physically and mentally. And then that's just preparing you for that next day so you can be able to have a great a great day. Um, so I think sleep is one of those big things that we, we put up. Huh? It's not green water, baby. <laughs> it's a liquid, but it's not water. I'm not sure what it is. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, so sleep is, is super important. And then just moving, moving your body, uh, whether that's walking or is working out. Um, so I do a lot of functional uh, workouts like kettlebells and uh, steel maze and things like that to um, to be dynamic because like life is dynamic. And and like the adaptability piece, like it's, I'm all about adaptability. Like I, I feel like I'm, if I could be any animal, I would be a chameleon because I, the adaptability piece is like, I'm, I'm very uh, sold on this. And I, uh, I think adaptability is the, biggest thing that you could ever have in life uh, mentally uh, physically be able to adapt because it's going to be able to get you through life and i think the, the people that can adapt the, the most uh fastest um and just be the most resilient are the ones that are going to be here uh for, for a long time yeah, yeah i love that Amen to that oh, yeah. great. right on right on well dr raymond thank you so much yeah thanks a lot man yeah, no, I appreciate you guys. Pleasure to meet you. Um, continue to uh, contribute to humanity because we. Hello, I will, baby. Yeah, wait, okay. Um, because we are all contributing to humanity as a whole. Um, whether we, whether it's a positive contribu- uh, contribution or a negative one, um, but we are contributing to this big, big oneness. So I do appreciate your contribution, guys. Well, yeah, thank right you back too, at you man. so much. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, have a great day. Yeah, enjoy the rest of your weekend, man. Yep, you too. Thanks a lot. Take care.